the beauty of having a podcast and not being full-time employed or employed at all, uh, there's no time limit on when the, when the podcast is going to go up. There's no timetable. There's no clock to punch. There's no advertisers going, hey, dude, uh, where's your podcast app? And it was crazy because I got up this morning at about 5.30. I take a picture on Instagram saying, hey, it's time to record like 6 a.m., 6.15 or so. I was out. Then I woke up and I'm like, hmm, it might be time to, I don't know, uh, record a podcast and put it up. So here I am. My name is Alex B. This is called the Alex B. Podcast. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, all one username, the Alex B. Podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Love a follow. Just to Sometimes you'll see stuff on there I won't talk about, vice versa. I don't know. It's a different side. Sometimes it'll be identical. I don't know. It just depends on what I feel like posting. Uh, I normally try to get the podcast up in the morning so people can listen to it on the way to work you know, or something like that. Some motivation on the way to work. So this, in case I happen to curse or something, they're not listening at work where other people can hear. So um, if you listen to this on your way to work or you're at work or you're just working, period, um, I envy the fuck out of you. Because I really want to go back to work. I'm like really bad. I literally would go take a job on the Ellen show or I would become Kanye West's campaign manager at this point. That's how bad I want to go back to work. So if you're at work, I'm glad you're gainfully employed and do your thing. If your kids are back to school and uh, no COVID cases have been reported, then I definitely count you as lucky. But don't worry, it's coming. Started last week with Greenfield on Thursday, New Palestine on Friday, and the hits just keep coming. All those back-to-school pictures that I see on social media, those are going to be like souvenir keepsakes. You might as well give those away as Christmas presents, like as keychains. Because I, I don't know if this is going to go on. I don't know. Because there's been rumblings that maybe the teachers will strike because they don't think it's safe. So now, what happens if that happens? What happens if the teachers go, man, we're not doing this? So I think a move has to be made before chaos ensues. I would be really surprised if there is any school, whether it's Indiana or the U.S. in general, that will not be going virtual. I just can't see it happening. And then you have the sports aspect, because I know a lot of people are in the high school sports. You have that going on. There's just so many variables. I mean, day one of school at Greenfield, day one of school at New Palestine, Palestine, whatever. And there you have it. Those numbers speak for themselves. And I saw Brownsburg was in the mix. A bunch of other things. So this podcast is called the, the 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 state of the situation. This is the situation we're in, guys. There's still millions of people unemployed. The feds are deciding about the whole $600 a week thing. They're supposed to unra unravel the package on Friday and then vote on it next week. So I know a lot of people that were getting that extra $600, myself included, are a little bummed because $300 something a week doesn't catch. I know there's been debates about people like, well, you know, we're paying them to sit at home, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of people that lost these jobs due to coronavirus. There's a lot of people that are still on furloughs, such as myself, that are waiting to go back. So not everybody that is collecting this is lazy. Trust me. Not, plus, there's a lot of people, again, like myself, who are collecting unemployment that definitely want to go back to work. If I think you've been on employment for a while and you're lazy ass, well, yeah, then I think there's something different. I think there needs to be some accountability if you're out job hunting. But if somebody who is going to be called back to work supposed to take another job making about the same or whatever and then they have to go to their employer and tell them something different so it's a lot of stuff to think about so hopefully again you are one of the gainfully employed and you're working and uh, i hope to be joining the workforce soon speaking of joining i will be out at harris who park next weekend for dan patch i'm gonna be out there djing uh so come see me and uh laura Steele will be out there as well Laura Steele and I have a little history. Um, I worked on X103 when she worked on Q95. She was always fun to talk to. I used to call her Laura Steele Incorporated because she had all these different voice gigs and she did the stuff at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So I call her LSI, Laura Steele Incorporated. 
because anybody that knows Laura knows, you know, when she walks in a room, you know, she commands it. She owns it. She's great personality. Everybody pretty much knows her. If you don't know her, you know her voice. And I'm trying to get her on the podcast because there was a funny story. Her and I were at a Kid Rock concert, not on a date, but just hanging out at a Kid Rock concert. And it was at the Indiana State Fairgrounds way back when before disasters and all that nonsense. And I remember we were sitting on the bleachers or whatever, and she dropped her phone and it fell down to the ground. And you would be surprised how many people like they were looking for this phone like an Amber Alert was issued because she goes, oh, my God, my phone, you know, pretty little blonde. Everybody went bananas. Hey, let's go get Laura Steele's phone. And they found it like in record time. So I'm hoping to tell that story when I get her on the podcast because she's she's good people. Her and I will be out there at Hoosier Park. She'll be on the microphone. I'll be on the tunes. I think everybody that works there should give me a dollar when they see me. I think that'd be cool, right? All the people that I work with. Or how about the people that haven't called me uh, since I've been out of work? Hey, how about, how about something? You know, how about, give me a little scratch. I don't know. Go get me something from, you know, Voodoo Barbecue or something. I don't care. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm really kidding. But... I just want to throw a little guilt trip out there to anybody that might be listening, <laughs> but it's, it's really not intentional because when you're, when you're not working or whatever, and this, and this, I call, you know, again, the state of the situation, money, people are watching money closely. People look at money situations and stories different. Okay. Spend your money wisely, save your money wisely, unless you're this Jonathan Cheban. He's one of Kim Kardashian's friends. If you ever watched Keeping Up the Kardashians way back in the day, little goofy white dude, whatever. So here he is. He's in this driveway, and he was at a buddy's house. They were they were out there in the driveway. A guy walks up to the, walks up to him, and says, um, "Hey man, what time? You know, hey, what time is it?" And the guy said, "Then the guy pulled out a gun and said, give me your watch.' That watch is something called a John's Richard." Millie watch worth $250,000. Now, if you're in your driveway, if you're in your buddy's driveway and you guys are just shooting the breeze and somebody rolls up on you, pulls out a gat and says, what time is it? And takes your watch. Then they knew you had that watch on. My guess is that he probably showed it off on Instagram. You know how people do. They have those perfectly pictures on Instagram of their jewelry, of their car, their whip or, or their house. So somebody knew he had a $250,000 watch on and doesn't a $20 watch tell the same time as a $250,000 watch? Why would you blow money on something like that? I guess if you earned it, you make it, you can blow it however you want. But when there's when, when the unemployment rate is as high as it is, and some of us folks get disgruntled that aren't working, $250K on a watch? What? Yeah, so he got a, he got his watch jacked, and he's mad. And anybody that sees this guy know he doesn't have, like, any posse, okay? They wouldn't have jacked Kanye for that watch. Kanye would have whipped somebody's ass, okay? It would have been Lamar Odom. Nobody would have jacked Lamar Odom for that watch. You know, Scott Disick, probably, because he's kind of he's kind of a wuss. Jonathan Chibin, obviously, but I guarantee you, they wouldn't have got to Lamar Odom. They wouldn't have got to Kanye. Yeah, man, give me that watch. Kanye would be like, huh? And that would have been it. There, nobody would have been scared of them. They would have been scared of those, because that, that's like old school. Walk up to somebody and jack their watch, man. Come on. You just It doesn't happen like that. This Takashi 69 guy who uh he's a rapper, he has the rainbow colored hair. He like gets he gets on the internet and talks shit to everybody, and I don't know, his music is a little is a little out there. So he was on he was he snitched on a bunch of people, this gang that he was with. He put a lot of he got a lot of people locked up. It's no secret that he was a snitch. So he was on house arrest just recently or or, or supervised release, and he's finally off. And it's funny because he he walks around with a big security detail, he talks a lot of smack. 
and he talks a lot. He was talking smack on Instagram about rappers, uh, about how people make fun of him for having security. And then he made some reference to the rapper Extension, uh, Nipsey Hussle, and some other guy saying, well, if they would have had security, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have got killed because this is a different age. Um, anybody that knows anything about Extension, whatever he was called, he was like shot in broad daylight in this car, in, the, in this car lot in Florida. And there was like Instagram and video of this guy like just out in the front seat. It was really disturbing. But Takashi's just running around just talking smack like people. I'm like, dude, you talk more smack than Tupac. And I've said this before. Tupac had Death Row backing him up. Tupac had Suge Knight backing him up. Dude, somebody, your, your time's going to be up soon. And then he was in the shopping mall, I guess in New Jersey. And there's video of him and his security getting chased out of the mall. Now, you think if Tupac was in the mall, they would have chased him out? Death Row? Nope. No, think about it. You think if Biggie and, and Puffy, you think if Bad Boy was hanging out in the mall, they would have got chased out? Nope. You think of like Master Pete, no, you would never heard of none of those old school cats. Even guys that didn't have like a big posse, too short. Come on now. And they chased him out of this mall. So if you're running, there's, the crowd got crazy. So I'm telling you, that's going to be the least of your worries. You, you, it was, it's no, it's no mystery that the guy snitched, but now he's just walking around talking smack. And eventually there has that, that arrogance has an expiration date, no matter what you're doing, whether you're an entertainer, whether you're somebody who, who is spoon fed and get hooked up. It always comes to an arrogance always comes to an end. It's just nothing. Nothing is forever. He got chased out of the mall. I mean, Pac, I mean, you saw, I mean, he chased people in a casino and beat somebody's ass and obviously he got killed afterwards, but nobody would have chased Pac, Biggie. Um, I don't know, the list goes on. Nobody would chase those guys. It just, it just wouldn't happen. It's just, it's just a different breed. It's a different era, you know, and I don't condone violence by any means. I mean, I don't want to see nothing happen to the guy or whatever, but again, that arrogance eventually, eventually is going to have an expiration date. And then what do you do? Then he's like, hmm. All right, we're going to talk about some other things first. I want to try to calm down a little bit. Uh, there's some things. I like reading news headlines and then reading the comparisons because it, it amuses me what people pay attention to on the internet. They'll post a story and then you look at what Newswire came from and it's some off-the-wall stuff you've never heard of. And people just run with it. And I think a lot of times the truth gets distorted in that. And it's scary, but it's true. I mean, it, it happens. People just look at stuff and go, oh man, such and such this happened. It's like when the NFL came up with the policies about mass gatherings. First thing people said, some group, oh, they're going against the Christians. No, they're not. They want the players to stay away from mass gatherings, which includes churches, nightclubs, etc. So the million dollars or so they collect in a salary will not go to waste if they catch the COVID and can't play. So just like when people like stuff and comment on stuff, I can sit there and post a picture of my pet on Facebook and get a gazillion likes. I tell people I've got a podcast, I don't get nothing. Okay, so I'm going to calm down a little bit. I'm going to play a tune. I'm going to relax a little bit. I want you to vibe on this uh, vibe on this classic tune. And then I'll, I'll talk about some things that more of the state of the situation. Uh, it's coming up next. No, the most 
Dolls. Thank you so much, Johnny Resnick. I know women love them some Johnny Resnick. I know that. I, I know. I know women love them some Johnny Resnick. 
uh, Goo Goo Dolls. I love playing a, like a live track like that or just stuff that you normally won't hear on the radio or maybe you don't have in your music collection. I like kind of turning people onto that just so they can check it out. My name is Alex B. Thank you for listening to the Alex B Podcast. Social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the Alex B Podcast. Dig this. 48% of inmates at Arizona prison test positive for COVID in one day. 48% of inmates. Could you, man, I'm telling you. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be scared of or, or be negative or whatever. But like Indianapolis, for example, where people pay attention to the internet. Now, this was done on the same, this was posted on the same, same website, news website. It was really, it was, and the people that comment, because everybody's like, everybody will talk smack behind a keyboard. So there was, there was a news article, and I didn't say, say this or, or read the news on Monday, because I didn't want to start the day off with like bummer news. So I wanted to wait till it kind of sunk in. Okay, but this was on Monday morning. It says seven people were shot within a 10-hour span across Indianapolis from Sunday into early mor- Monday morning, which is horrible. I mean, that's horrible. I mean, man. So then there was another article or, or post that says the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department expected to begin outfitting officers with body-worn cameras Monday. So everybody jumps on that. Man, it's about time, da 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 You know, just, to, you know, again, I'm not saying there needs to be accountability. But why was there no outrage that seven people were shot in a 10-hour time span? That's just, okay. I, I just think we need to have outrage, and I've said this before. I think there's a lot of problems going on in this world. But everybody wants to pounce on the police wearing protective gear. I would like to have cameras in neighborhoods where these people are getting shot like this because there's a lot of shootings. We're going to be at a record high in Indianapolis for, for shootings. And how many are unsolved? So I would like to take some of this body camera money and, and spend it on those cameras that are supposedly supposed to work in bad neighborhoods. Seven people shot within 10 hours. That's almost one an hour. Nobody's, you know, where's the outrage on that? All the people that are protest, you know, they want to protest this violence and say, we got to stop the violence. They're doing it in daylight and they're doing it in safe areas. Okay, go in there at night. Get those, um, you know, the lights that they use at like county fairs and haunted houses that have like the generators on them. Light up these bad areas. Okay, you have crime statistics to back you up in. So why not light up the area? Make it like almost where it's daylight. You know, like in jail, prison, they don't shut the lights off. Have it to where it's almost daylight. I saw they were doing that at Washington Square Mall a while back. Have it to where it's so bright, people won't be tempted to do anything because people most likely are going to do that stuff in the dark. People very rarely go to, I mean, not saying people don't get killed in broad daylight, but go to, the, go to these neighborhoods where you have statistics, Post Road, whatever, Midhoff, name the area, I don't know. And light it up. Because nobody's renting out these portable lights and generators because nobody's really doing big projects. But do something there. Or have your have your your demonstrations or your call for peace at night and in bad neighborhoods. Like right in the middle of bad neighborhoods. You know, hell, go in front of a trap. I don't care. Do something that shows like you're in the middle and the thick of it. Okay? Not behind where you have the good photo op. That's what I want to see. And I don't think that's much to ask for. If you want people to take seriously that you're just as concerned about the crime and the violence amongst each other than you are with the police that are that are doing bad stuff. That's all I want. I just want it fair. Okay? Really fair. Just, just have some sense. I did think it was funny, though, on Thursday, last Thursday, when Greenfield reported the um, first coronavirus case. The superintendent says, it's no reason to disrupt the educational process. Dude. That's going to disrupt itself. If you think people are just going to sit there and call him and say, okay, cool. Uh, you know, Jerry or whatever, whoever, he got coronavirus. 
Everything will be fine. He'll just sit at home for two weeks. He'll, he'll quarantine. Dude, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And now they're saying that the FDA is saying now there's there's 80 different varieties of hand sanitizers that have tested positive for methanol contamination, which can lead to blindness, heart problems, and death. Now, who would think that a hand sanitizer that they say you should use so you don't catch corona and, 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 and pass it on, who would think that that would have ingredients that cause blindness, heart problems, and death? The active ingredient that kills germs in legitimate sanitizers is ethyl alcohol, which is consumable. But some companies, mostly from Mexico, have been replacing it with poisonous methanol or wood alcohol, which is used in antifreeze. My God. Y'all, see, first, you know, we have people coming at us. First, we have these, these crazy seeds from China, so they're coming at us. Mexico's coming. Come on now. Methanol, which is used in antifreeze. So I guess pay attention to your hand sanitizer. Hopefully that the FDA and, and, and retailers have pulled this stuff off the shelves, but it's supposed to have only legitimate sanitizers, ethanol alcohol, spelled E-T-H-Y-L. And I had to spell it out because I went to Gary's schools and I don't even think I pronounced it right. But anything that uses anything else like methanol, no dice. Trump said he wanted to ban TikTok. July 7th, I said something on my podcast that it eventually was going to come around. Now, when he first said he was going to ban TikTok, I'm sure a lot of people are like, no, you can't do that. So what does he do? He gets in cahoots of Bill Gates. They find out a way for Bill Gates to purchase TikTok. So it's U.S. owned. And I'm not saying there wouldn't be, there wasn't some security issues. But anybody that thinks that Bill Gates is not going to find a way somehow to charge for TikTok is nuts. He's not going to spend billions of dollars on this without having some kind of recoup of his investments. So enjoy TikTok while you can, because if Microsoft gets a hold of it, it's not going to be like Zoom where everybody gets to jump on there. There's, it would be almost impossible. And Microsoft, you ever seen Bill Gates? He doesn't look like the dancing or entertainment type. So he may put something different out altogether. But I mean, that's how you know somebody's like, somebody's like, they're, they're a boss, I guess, when it comes to business. You know you could have just outright banned it, so you find some, some find some way to have somebody buy it outright. Probably like Trump's done with hotels and stuff in the past. Hey, I'm taking this over, and boom, there it is. Again, that's the state of the situation that we are in. This is this is where we're at, boys and girls. A lot of people still unemployed. A lot of people still not to work. Elon Musk had that first um, first time, not time, uh, spaceship or whatever that splashed down. He was the one that, you know, made that happen. It was it was a private company or whatever. But then he thinks he wants to see the pyramids uh, in Giza for himself because he claims they were built by aliens. This guy's nuts. But he's extremely rich. Um, he, he obviously, you know, he figured out how to get, uh, you know, a, a craft into space. So, yeah, he's the, Tesla, the CEO, of, CEO of Tesla. Aliens built the pyramids, obviously. Yeah, dude, no. Aliens did not build it. I would really... It would, could you imagine if he was right? Found some way to prove that? I doubt it, but yeah. That's the world that we're living. That's it. 250... I'm still tripping out on this dude wearing a $250,000 watch. So right now they're saying like confirmed coronavirus cases in the US like right around 4.8 million. Now, just so everybody knows, recovered is 2.3 and deaths about 160. So it's still, we still got a long way to go. So, you know, the math debate and all that, I, I don't really care about at this point because there's still people dying. There's still places that are, that are opening, closing, that are going out of business. So 
the mask debate is, again, if you're debating on wearing a mask, I just want to know, are you at work? Are you gainfully employed? Because I guarantee, like I've said this before, if you're sitting at home like I am waiting to go back to work, you're not debating anything that's going to keep you from going back uh, to work. The Alex B Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, The Alex B Podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, coming up this Friday, we're going to dig more into the musical vault. We do the uh, Friday Five or the Favorite Friday, and I'm going to dig up some real old school mixes and give you a little history way back when, when yours truly, just for a short time, did the Noon Retro Workout on Hot 96.3. That's way back when, when it was still owned by uh, Bill Shirk. Uh, I think they were still over on Laplace Trail, over on the northwest side. So I dug some mixes out of the vault uh, for this Friday. So if you like the old school stuff that used to play on the Noon Retro Workout, then you're definitely uh, going to like Friday's show. going to have this uploaded, so hopefully you'll be able to listen to this on your lunch hour or on your way home from work. So since I've been throwing out all that, not really bad news, but kind of like just realistic news, uh, I'm going to end with something a little upbeat, something to maybe, something you might want to dance to, and something to kind of get you in the mood for this Friday uh, when I dig up some of the noon retro workout mixes uh, coming up this Friday that aired on Hot 96.3 way back in the day. Uh, myself, my buddy uh, DJ Shadow Indy, and my buddy Ed, Edvis out in Vegas did these. We kind of took turns on them. So it's kind of cool to dig those up, and uh, I'll be doing that on Friday. So I'm going to end with something a little bit upbeat, and maybe somewhere in the middle of the song, maybe I might bust a rap. So you might have to listen to the song to see if that's going to happen. It may or may not. So have a good hump day Wednesday. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you online, et cetera, et cetera.
Hello, hello, is this thing on? I cannot sing, I cannot rap, I pick up the mic and I start talking crap. I'm on my podcast, can you see? And yes, my name is Alex B. <laughs> if you got this far in the podcast and you just heard this nonsense, hit me up on social media. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon, yo. <laughs> Should I do another breakdown? Or to the hip, hop, the hip, to the hip, to the hip, hip, hop, you don't stop rocking to the back. No, I'm not doing that, man. I sound stupid. All right, I'm going to breakfast. I'm out.